This is an oral history of the Lord's move in Plainview, Texas in the early 1960s. It's a story of what can happen when a small group of students love Christ and His church and give their lives to God's purpose in a practical way. The following is a testimony from Francis Ball, who touched the ministry of Watchman Nee and Witness Lee as a minister in Odessa, Texas in 1964, nearly the same time as those in Plainview. He would later move to Los Angeles for the church life, serve with Living Stream Ministry, and become a faithful co-worker in the Lord's recovery. Well, thanks, this is one of the best sights I've seen in a long, long time. When I walked in here yesterday, I was, I couldn't, no, that was this morning, wasn't it? I, I couldn't believe this many young people together really getting the kind of word that you got this morning. And I'd like to just uh, give you a kind of a fast trip of my history, just because I feel like it's really the Lord's mercy that got me here and kept me here and still keeping me here in the Lord's recovery. We just got through reading about what the enemy tries to do and what the Lord recovers. We're in the stage of the Lord's recovery. And that stage has been going on since it, uh, in this particular phase of the Lord's recovery since about 1925 or 28, something like that, when Brother Lee and Brother Nee were together. But we're in 2003 now so the Lord is still moving on in His recovery. And i just uh, like to say how much I appreciate what the Lord has done together, all you young people together. This is the future of the Lord's recovery. Amen. This way we are assured the Lord will have a thorough recovery that will bring Him back. Amen. Well, I've been in the Lord's recovery now for about 38 years. And let's go back a little bit. I was saved probably when I was about nine years old. But all I did then was just join the Baptist church because that's what my folks were in and that's what I thought I would have to do. And one Sunday morning I got uh, kind of a feeling that this is the day I ought to join the church. So I told my mother that at the beginning of the sermon that I wanted to join the church this morning. And they gave an invitation at the end. So after, after the sermon was over, she woke me up and asked me if I still wanted to join. And I did, so I did. But I don't know whether to, to count that as the day that I got saved or regenerated or what. But something happened to cause me to be uh, interested in the Lord's things from then on. So I grew up in New Mexico and was active with the young people when I was in high school and junior high. And then I went into the Navy in 1942 and uh, got out in 1946. While I was in the Navy, I came across the Navigators, a Bible study for servicemen. And I came to a solid realization of my salvation. And I really began to get serious about the Lord. So when I came back to the United States, I didn't go any more to the Baptist church. I was looking for something more solid. And I joined an independent church. And even in that, I still was looking forward to something more living, more solid. And I then was transferred to Kansas City, Missouri, and I met the brethren, the so-called Plymouth Brethren. And that was something more than I'd ever seen before. 
about uh, a genuine church life. But still, they lacked a lot, but I didn't know that then. But I really took it up, and I, I kept with them for about 20 years and learned a lot of doctrines, but I didn't learn very much life. But I was uh, serious enough about it that I wanted to start a brethren assembly somewhere. So I was transferred by Shell Pipeline to Odessa, Texas. And in that 10 years, from 19, about 54 to 64, I had labored there to, to start a, an assembly, a brethren assembly. And it grew up to about 50 or 60 people. And then uh, in that time, a couple of us brothers learned about Brother Lee, and a brother handed me a book by Watchman Nee, The Normal Christian Life. That revolutionized my whole speaking and my whole time. We didn't believe in pastors, but anyway, that's what I was practicing. And I repented of that later. But when I got that book, there was nothing else I could speak but just what was in that book. I learned about my human spirit. I never knew that I had a spirit. I learned that Jesus Christ had become the life-giving spirit in his resurrection. I didn't know he had become the life-giving spirit. And I had a big question mark. How did Christ become a life-giving spirit? But I got the truth from Brother Lee's ministry, and I was rescued out of that dilemma. We finally decided the best thing for us to do there was to invite Brother Lee to come to us. So in 1963, we invited Brother Lee, and he came and spent four nights with us. Three nights he spoke about Christ as life, and more or less the saints responded. But the fourth night he spoke about the church, especially the local church, and the response of the uh, saints, for the most part, just disappeared. But I did find out that this is really what the Bible taught. This is really what I wanted to see. And I was really caught by his being there. Just those four nights and then a return visit on the way back to California for one afternoon, I fell in love with the Lord's recovery, with the Bible in a new way, and I was really caught. But the opposition was so strong from other believers and denominational people I had known that I just didn't know what I was going to do. But eventually, I realized that if I'm going to go this way, I have to go to California to see what the church life really is. So in 1964, in uh, the last week of, of August that year, I got a word from the Lord. He says, if you don't go now, you will never go. And that frightened me enough to go. My son had just come back with the car from a swimming, and so I asked him to take me to the bus. I'd already worked out the way of the bus schedule, and he took me to the bus. I got on, and, and off we went to Los Angeles, a 24-hour ride with no way to lean my seat back in the bus. So uh, I met a young fellow on that bus who said he was Chinese, and I said, well, that's interesting. I'm going to a conference in Los Angeles that's led by a Chinese. He said, who's that? Because I'd heard enough negative things. I was cautious. I said, his name is Witness Lee. He said, oh, I grew up in that church. I said, wow, I can't believe this. <laughs> Here was a young man from Taiwan who had grown up in the church life there and was now attending a Methodist 
college in Texas. So it really bewildered me. But anyway, we were on our way. And by the time we got to Los Angeles, he had decided to stay for the conference. So we both got in touch with the brothers, and they took us to the house where they were meeting, which was known at that time Bonnie Bray, on Bonnie Bray Street in Los Angeles. Three-story house with the single brothers in the basement, the couples on the second floor, the sisters in the third floor. <laughs> and uh, all the meetings were conducted there, all the meals were prepared there, and there were probably 70 or 80 attending that, that training. That was on God's economy. And I got in the last week of that, and I had to go back. Then the next year, I was staying in that same situation for another year and still not able to break loose. But the next year, 1965, I went back to Los Angeles for two weeks. And the third year, 1966, I moved there. And I've been there ever since until we moved to Anaheim. Well, praise the Lord for this time. I have seen a good number of storms, a good number of big problems that have come into the church life, sometimes aimed at Brother Lee personally, sometimes aimed at the way we meet by locality, and uh, sometimes just, just by being kind of odd myself. So uh, we got this kind of opposition, but every opposition only strengthened my realization of this is the way of the Lord. This is what the Lord is doing today. And I really praise the Lord for His mercy in all those occasions. To spend that much time in the background of having tried to build up a non-denominational brethren assembly and finding that that wasn't the thing, but finding out from Brother Lee's ministry what really is on God's heart. What you heard this morning is really what's on God's heart.